Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. What is resilience? The ability to face setbacks, unforeseen events, obstacles and failures without allowing them to dominate you or take over your life. Resilience is having the ability to recognise when you are affected by stress and pressure and being able to draw on coping strategies in order to manage these feelings. Resilience is something that you can work on and improve over time. Why is resilience important? We all face unexpected challenges in our lifetime and as a student or a graduate there are many challenges to navigate in the job market. From job hunting in an increasingly competitive market to starting your first proper job, meeting new colleagues, learning from mistakes, maybe relocating to a new area or starting a job remotely. You will receive training and support from your employer, but these challenges will have less of a negative impact on you if you have already developed your resilient skills. Developing resilience is also important for your overall emotional and mental well-being. So let's speak to John Greaves to find out a little bit more about how we can improve our resilience. John works in the Career Zone Skills team and regularly delivers a personal resilience workshop to students. Welcome, John. So, John, how important do you feel employers think resilience is in candidates and why? Yeah, so employers really value resilience in their prospective hires. The Institute of Student Employers regularly survey graduate recruiters to gather their perspectives on the skills that they look for in graduates. And resilience is consistently in the top 10 skills being sought by those employers, but it's also consistently in the top 10 list of skills that graduates lack. Employers have highlighted that a lack of resilience can lead to increased levels of support being required, which is challenging for employers, both in respects of cost and time. This doesn't mean that recruits aren't expected to face challenges or even struggle adjusting to the workplace, just that employers are seeking candidates that can bounce back from setbacks and challenges, learn and grow, without letting it derail their overall progress towards goals. Employers know that candidates will face numerous challenges in the workplace that will test their resolve. Dealing with challenging deadlines, difficult clients, customers, or even colleagues, facing difficult feedback at appraisals or pitches, and being able to accept rejection when going for internal promotions, all these things graduates are likely to face and need to respond positively to. It seems resilience is important to employers. So how might an employer ascertain if candidates have these skills? Well, the recruitment processes that most graduate recruiters use tend to inherently test candidates' resilience. Assessment centres, for example, by their very nature, push individuals outside of their comfort zone through group exercises where the activities are unknown and people are thrust together with others who've got very different behavioural profiles to themselves. One way that most candidates will see levels of resilience tested is through interview questions. You might face questions such as, tell me about a time that you have faced tough feedback. How did you react to this and how did you respond? Or perhaps, can you remember a project that you've worked on that encountered difficulties? 
What were these and how did you overcome them? The Interview 360 programme that is available on the My Career Zone digital platform has a good bank of questions testing resilience. So this would be a good place for candidates to reflect on their own resilience skills ahead of upcoming interviews and build strong examples to present. So what kind of things can we do to develop our resilience? Well, there are lots of things that we can do to develop our resilience. I think a good place to start is self-reflection. Reflecting on how we react and adapt to circumstances we've faced in the past is a great way to learn, grow and improve. Reflective individuals usually have high levels of emotional intelligence, which is another highly sought after attribute by graduate recruiters. By being aware of our default modes of reaction or response to challenging events or circumstances, this enables us to rectify or, or reprogram faulty or ineffective approaches. Try to regularly push yourself beyond your comfort zone to test yourself and embrace change rather than see it as a threat. See positives in challenges and consider how you frame difficulties mentally when they arise. Often when we face difficulties or challenges, we can be our own worst enemy. That internal dialogue that we all have in our minds, chipping away at us and undermining our confidence or self-esteem. You'll often hear it telling us that we're not good enough or that things will go badly or a future event is going to work out not in our favour. None of this is helpful or even very accurate in most cases. When this faulty thinking occurs, it can be helpful to ask if a friend came to you to talk about a challenge that they faced or that something that didn't go well, would you be as hard on them? The answer is usually no. So being kind to yourself, reframing failures as opportunities to learn and grow and adopting a big picture philosophy can help you to be more resilient. Another question that can be good to ask yourself when things go wrong is, in three years time, how will I feel about this? Again, typically, the thing that feels really big right now will be relatively insignificant in the grand scheme of things. There are lots of practical things that we can all do in our lives generally that will improve our resilience levels. Stress, which often starts as a mental construct in reacting to situations or events, very quickly leads to a physical manifestation. So we need to protect our bodies from the effects of stress. And there's lots of scientific evidence that supports various approaches to do this. The body has a rest and digest system, and it's important that we feed this system to protect ourselves from the negative effects of stress. Mindfulness, meditation, Tai Chi and yoga, they all support this. Other lifestyle changes will make us more resilient, ensuring that we get a good night's sleep, that we have a healthy diet packed with foods high in antioxidants. Both of these things contribute to support overall resilience. There are many other things that people can do. For instance, the University of Exeter is involved in research on immersion in nature to regulate mood and emotions. Letting out some of those difficult or challenging emotions through journaling or talking to a close friend or family member are known to help too. Regular exercise releases endorphins which interact with our opiate receptors in the brain to reduce the perception of stress and pain. So there's many options here for people to work out for themselves. Resilience is a multifaceted concept and a holistic approach by individuals to build this is required. Try to find things that work for you. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find this series on iTunes and Spotify, so do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases. And we would love to hear from you. So if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac 
www.ncpsa.uk slash careers.